The Fascination of Chemistry, Vaca's Audio Magazine. A warm welcome to the 36th in our series of podcasts. Together, we regularly explore the exciting world of chemistry. In this installment, we discuss how power grids need to be modernized as a matter of urgency due to the switchover to renewable energy. Wherever electric power is transmitted, insulators are essential. Frequently, they are made from silicone supplied by Wacker. Germany is currently building enormous wind farms off its North Sea coast. The wind turbines being installed there will harvest the renewable wind energy while substations will transform it for transmission to shore. The high wind speeds and damp air over the open sea mean that the component parts must be extremely durable. And so must the insulators. Their job is to prevent the electricity from leaking out of the power lines. They are always installed at the point where power lines come into contact with other parts, thereby ensuring that the electricity stays in the lines. Insulators also serve to isolate power lines from the pylons which carry them, and from the walls of buildings into which they are run. When sea foam, rain, or fog causes water to accumulate on contaminated insulators, it can create a conductive layer that leads to flashovers. The voltage drops, and in the worst case, regional power outages may occur. Clearly, there is a benefit to be gained from using insulators whose constituent surface material is not only electrically insulating, but also water repellent. Traditionally, this material was porcelain. Porcelain does have very good insulating properties, that's true, but it allows a continuous water film to build up on its surface, added to which it is heavy and fragile. A different approach is to use composite hollow insulators with siliconized surfaces. On the inside, these consist of a pipe made of glass fiber reinforced plastic to provide mechanical stability. On the outside, they are shielded with insulating silicone sheds. Silicone has several advantages over porcelain. First of all, it has excellent hydrophobicity. That is, it is highly water repellent. As a result, a continuous electrically conducting layer of moisture cannot build up on outdoor insulators. Short circuits cannot occur. What's more, in spite of the fact that the composite insulators are 80% lighter than the porcelain models, they are more rugged. Unlike porcelain, they will not break when exposed to excessive stresses, such as earthquakes. Composite hollow insulators with siliconized surfaces have been in commercial use since the 1980s. For a long time, they were relatively expensive to make, and most were custom-made and produced in small quantities. Nowadays, larger series are possible because customers are adapting their designs to the insulators that are available. Consequently, equipment makers, utility companies, and electricity grid operators are increasingly turning to composite hollow insulators made from silicone. Nowadays, some 80% of manufacturers in Europe make their insulators by a method called low-pressure die-casting. This entails pouring liquid silicone rubber via a mixing and metering system into a mold containing the plastic pipe. The method imposes high demands on the silicone employed, however. 
If it is too viscous, the mold will contain bubbles and will be useless unless additional pressure is applied. In 2000, Wacker launched a new two-component silicone rubber called PowerSil XLR. Its low viscosity properties proved to be ideal for low-pressure die casting and helped it to make a major breakthrough. The experts at a Swiss company called TE Connectivity would agree with that. After all, they scaled up the low-pressure die-casting method to industrial level at their site in Wollen in 1988. Now they produce thousands of composite hollow insulators a year using silicone rubber from Wacker. Demand for composite hollow insulators is set to grow in the future. Power grids in industrialized countries are being modernized and modified for decentralized generation and power consumption is on the rise in emerging economies, which means that existing power generation and transmission capacity there will have to be expanded. That's all for now from the fascination of chemistry. You'll find more information online at www.vacker.com podcast. Until next time. Until next time. Vacker. Creating tomorrow's solutions.